This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Welcome back to The War Room. Natalie Winters filling in for the one and only Stephen K. Bannon. He should be back tonight at 5 p.m. But in the meantime, as Steve would say, we got a lot of wood to chop. But before we get back to doing that, I'm pretty sure that it's the last day of the month that Birch Gold is running a special where if you buy gold, you get a free safe. Maybe you could also store your guns in there with everything going on. Uh, since they're probably coming for that too, and I guess they're also coming for your gas stoves, and frankly, with all this AI talk going on, they're coming for your mines too, but that might be harder to store in a safe. Till March 31st, if you text Bannon, and I want to get these numbers right, to 989-898, again, that's texting Bannon to 989-898, you can get a free safe. This deal expires I think tomorrow, so you got to act quickly. Um, also, make sure you go to, go to birchgold.com slash warroom to get the third installment of the end of the dollar empire. Like I said, I endorse this more than the education that I got at the University of Chicago, uh, and I think that says a lot. But getting back to, I was going to say the fun stuff, but not really so fun, uh, AI with Joe Allen. I think we still have you down the line. Um, but this problem of disinformation that seems to be the, uh, I'm sure Merriam-Webster will probably declare it the word of the year for 2023, uh, definitely a front runner. Um, but it seems like AI, the leader of open AI, has an idea of how to solve it, and it has to do with maybe another contender for word of the year in 2023 or maybe 2022, which is digital identity. Um, so how exactly do they want to morph or merge these two things uh, to solve the existential crisis that is disinformation? Well, Natalie, one of the big problems that, and this is a real problem that you have with large language models with chatbots like those put out, the one put out by uh, OpenAI and picked up by Microsoft, like uh, Lambda at Google, uh, and like the Ernie bot from Baidu. All of these chatbots are good enough that they can convince in short snippets, uh, let's say someone of average or just below average intelligence on down that they are human in interactions. And so already you have the problem of these sort of uh, automated personalities or bots flooding the internet and interacting with people. And oftentimes these bots are seeded to sow disinformation. And this is the big problem that Sam Altman talks about whenever he's being interviewed and challenged about the dangers that are posed by chat GPT, especially now 
that GPT-4 has been released, which is much more sophisticated. So as it turns out, Altman has a, a brilliant idea on how to solve this. Um, there's a company, WorldCoin, it's a crypto company that uh, Altman was involved in starting up. And WorldCoin is offering, they're working on a biometric identity system in which you would scan your iris, much like, say, the clear program that you have in the airports around the country now. You would scan your iris so that your biometric, biometric identity would confirm that you are, in fact, a human in a, an online ecosystem that is completely flooded with chatbots, that is flooded with bots. Uh, Elon Musk has something uh, less creepy, perhaps, but probably uh, more imminent and more of a pain, and that is just simply to have human verification on Twitter. Uh, you see that already with paid verification. I think he plans on intensifying that so that anyone who is not verified won't appear in timelines, uh, at least not nearly as frequently. And so that way you can prove you're human in this environment that's flooded by bots. And so going back to what we just talked about a, a moment ago, that with the problem of artificial general intelligence or just AI in general, you then have all of these solutions that involve layering more technologies on top of the problem, uh, oftentimes imposing those technologies, making them necessary in order to function, and then uh, that creating an even worse circumstance than you had before. If I could just mention really briefly, you already see that playing out with the, the debate over TikTok. TikTok is an enormous problem. You've covered that more than any person I know. And TikTok is undoubtedly being used to data mine Americans in order to get either personal information from individuals or maybe more importantly, uh, data in the aggregate from the population as a whole. A huge problem. But the solution that you see already coming up in Congress, so you've got uh, the Restrict Act already in the Senate and you have the Data Act in the House and both of them uh, contain a lot of language that gives leeway for the government to restrict freedom of speech, uh, to uh, just simply uh, uh, charge and, and perhaps imprison Americans on very uh, questionable grounds as far as whether or not they've given money or had any interaction with a Chinese-affiliated institution. And so you have, in, in the same way that terrorism was a somewhat of a problem in the uh, at the turn of the millennium, you had 9-11 and then the Patriot Act put in place a massive global surveillance grid, you now see the same thing happening with the problems of TikTok, the problem of uh, uh, with uh, artificial intelligence. Both of them are now becoming a justification for glo global and national government crackdowns. So uh, I, I think in short, Natalie, what we see is a, is a spiral in which uh, Americans are kind of caught between a rock and a hard place and both angles. It's funny, whether it's pandemics or AI, the same people who seem to be creating these problems are the same ones selling us the cure and expanding their power all the way up to the level of the federal government. Don't mind if we don't support the Restrict Act, the Trojan horse for federal government surveillance, all the way down to your ring doorbell uh, and up to 20-year prison sentence if you say something that the Secretary of Commerce, appointed by Joe Biden, disagrees with. Joe, where can people stay up to date with your work and scare themselves uh, about the future with regard to AI? 
Uh, well, Natalie, you can find all the good news at jobot.xyz, warroom.org under the transhumanism tab, and my social media, Getter and Twitter, uh, at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z. Thank you very much, Natalie. Thank you so much for joining us. Our next guest, I think we should have Dave Bratt down the line. I think I told him this. I saw him at CPAC while we were doing the live show. Not to uh, date myself, but I believe I was in middle school when he, maybe high school, might right on the cusp, uh, when he unseated Eric Cantor. And uh, I remember I was like the only person. I, I grew up in Los Angeles in a very Hollywood-adjacent you know, prep school. And I was your biggest fangirl. I was like, people, I was like, no one knows who Dave Brad is. He just unseated Eric Cantor. This is such a big victory for the populist, you know, anti-immigration movement. This is like the coolest yeah. thing since, I don't know what was cool back in 2014, but whatever was cool then. Right, right. Um, so it's it's an honor to be, to be on with you. I always joke that maybe gives you a little insight into my brain. I was probably the only then, uh, I guess, 13-year-old girl <laughs> who was your fangirl. No offense. But I want to talk about something that is impacting young people now. You brought to my attention in the break. I'm sure people have seen this Wall Street Journal poll. Pretty depressing. I'm sorry this show is so depressing. Um, But it's the percent, and I think Denver should have the graph to throw up there. Um, But really the kind of percent, and frankly it's primarily the decline um, of certain values, whether it's patriotism, religion, having children, community involvement, and the only one that has increased is money. All of those other, all those other values have declined rather precipitously at that. Um, can you just sort of walk us through? I think I always look to you as just a, a good example, a good role model of, of character. Um, what, what's your take on this pretty depressing study, if you want to call it that? Yeah, well, first off, uh, it's great to have a fan out on the West Coast. So thanks for the <laughs> intro there, Natalie. I'm a huge fan of your reporting as well. And I, it, all of these topics are interrelated. It's really fascinating how uh, Bannon has put all this stuff together. Uh, but I just want to say a word on the artificial intelligence uh, piece. Everyone's just viewing that thing through a very narrow prism of, of rationality, uh, which is a modern conception. It used to be human reason right back with the rabbinic tradition and Socrates and Plato. And that's what it is to be human, right? And so in in the Judeo-Christian West, also sin, human nature is fallen. That's what distinguishes conservatives from liberals as well. So I I went into one of my computer uh, science classes yesterday in fun and just said, hey, you guys, what do you, I I got a Turing test for you. I think one thing uh, AI cannot do is sin, right? Intentionally go against God's will. And so I was just yakking and making jokes with them about all this stuff. Uh, but then one of the students said, hey, I just did it. I, I went out on chat GPT or whatever, some AI platform and asked, this, asked the uh, AI, can you send? And the, and the machine said, I cannot do that. <laughs> so that's, that's my formulation of the new Turing test uh, that, to distinguish human uh, from just this narrow rationality. Uh, But this thing is, of course, linked to what you just said, right? The more we go down this path of enlightenment uh, values, uh, which are non-existent, right? Uh, Kant was the great philosopher at the end of the enlightenment, and he just rationalized uh, all of ethics. And and prior to him, you had Aristotle was huge and the utilitarians, uh, but they all have no followers, if you haven't noticed. And so the, the, the rationality project, the narrow rationality project, is dead. 
And the only thing left standing, uh, the liberals never replaced their system, and the Marxists certainly have not done anything on ethics, is the Judeo-Christian religion and other world religions, right? Confucianism, Buddhism, etc., have billions of followers, uh, Hindu uh, in India, etc., 1.4 billion people. And so the modern world is, is crashing right now, as you just pointed out, and it's crashing on the most fundamental aspects, right? Religion down to 37% uh, strongly favor, favor, patriotism, love of your country down. You know, how can this be? Uh, but it is, that is the case. And, and it's tragic. Uh, and in K to 12 education, I think you find out why. They, when you kick God out of the schools, right? Uh, it, that's just kind of a talking point politicians use. Uh, but God, uh, you know, through the centuries, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And then God has always been uh, identified with the, the true, the beautiful, and the good. And just juxtapose that just quickly in your mind with uh, the Marxist alternative. No truth, no beauty. Uh, communist countries and systems of thought are just sterile and cold and awful like this new AI world we're going we're gonna to find. And it, it's almost compatible with the, the Chinese uh, CCP, which is just sterile and cold. There's nothing human about it. And so God is the, the truth and the good, right? The ethics, the goodness uh, that have been all part of uh, the seamless uh, Judeo-Christian West are now all falling apart, but it's not being replaced with anything. And so uh, the Wall Street Journal, that piece uh, has been widely shared uh, across the country. I hope it gets some more playing, some more discussion, uh, because you know, and the followers of our show know, everything is downstream from culture, right? Politics and economics are all downstream from culture, and culture's downstream from, or used to be downstream from, uh, Judeo-Christian uh, religious traditions. And so this is just devastating that report. I hope people uh, look it up. And I think uh, we're probably going to head into trade next if we have time to, to move there. I got a few charts as well. Of course, we're coming up against a break. But if people remember the poll, I think Steve was talking about yesterday, where, what is it, 70, 80% of people have basically no hope for their grandchildren. They don't yeah, think the terrible. future, they don't look at it more optimistically than they do for themselves, obviously, we don't always trust the polls, but when it comes to kind of, I would say, reading the tea leaves, doesn't indicate too well. I remember Chinese Communist Party leader when asked, what do you think about the French Revolution? He said, it's too soon to tell. Well, this Marxist revolution we got going on here in the United States might be soon enough to tell, and I don't think it's too good. Hang in there. Buy gold and get a free safe to store it in. That's right. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And guess what? It's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Let me repeat that. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold and silver in your own safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. 
Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text Bannon to 989898. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Speaking of the Chinese Communist Party, I don't think I can host a war room show without saying the CCP. Uh, there's some more breaking news that has to do with their efforts to expand their global hegemony over, like I just said, the globe. Um, I, people may have seen there was a pretty big story. Uh, China's been bailing out, offering loans to dozens of countries along their kind of Belt and Road Initiative, the new Silk Road They've had to pay out billions of dollars to kind of finance those loans, which, of course, always translates into them just gaining more economic power, control, and, frankly, coercion over these countries. Um, But one country in particular, especially of interest, not just because of the recent election, or should I say fraudulent sham election, if I'm allowed to say that, uh, going on there between Brazil and China, uh, which has to do with basically all of Steve Bannon's fear, some would say fear-mongering, I would say accurate predictions, has to do with Brazil ditching the U.S. dollar in favor of basically Chinese currency and trade transactions. Now, I'm no economic expert. We got the dean up at Liberty University who can definitely break this down with uh, more nuance and intellect than I can. So, Mr. Bratt, if you could just walk us through what's going on in Brazil and kind of the broader implications for the dollar as the prime reserve currency. Yeah, thanks. No, I follow you on economics, Natalie. You do plenty well. And uh, of course, this is not a Brazil story. It's a China story. And so I'm just going to lay out some facts. I'm going to post all this at uh, Brat Economics on Getter. If I go too fast, all the stats are sitting right there. And I know a lot of folks like to share this with their uh, kids, and so I applaud that. Uh, But, yeah, Steve uh, Bannon's been on it. Uh, The the loss of our reserve currency would be devastating. And so I just want to lay out, and, uh, you know, you never hear anything about foreign affairs out of the House uh, and a a little out of the Senate. uh, But these are your representatives, right? We've, We've absolved ourselves of taking tough votes on tough issues. We've given all power to the executive. Uh, And right now, that's uh, a scary uh, situation because the China threat is our biggest threat in the world, period. And so we'll probably hit the debt ceiling uh, increase. But the key to the debt ceiling increase is not just economic. It's our only point of leverage to save this country. So, of course, that involves the $50 trillion in debt we're handed to our kids. Uh, But the even more short-run threat is China. And so I'll just go through a couple of slats and uh, charts and uh, if – Denver wants to put up the first one. I'll talk through it. But the the overarching logic is uh, trade is only 25% of our economy. And of that trade, China is about 20% of the 25%. So roughly, China is about 5% of our economy, just in a narrow sense. So in economics class, you ask the students, you know, can, can China take us out? And the answer is no. Uh, But the more problematic part isn't that side. It's the growing side of China. And and China, their economy is 40% trade. 
Uh, and so and they're growing like crazy. They will surpass us in GDP if the current trends uh, continue within years. Uh, and their CCP and the she's come out and said, you know, we're, we're going full on Marxist Leninist. And so that's the scary part. And they're putting all sorts of pressure with their growth on these other countries like Brazil, et cetera. Uh, but I, I, I just want to show a few charts because the solution lies with our friends. We still have plenty of friends. If you look at this first chart, it's China's leading partners. And their leading partners are, are mainly friends of the United States. The ASEAN countries are the Asian countries. There's 10 of them. Uh, and then you've got uh, the European Union, right? There's 20 of those. They're our friends and allies, supposedly. Then Taiwan, South Korea, Japan, the United States, etc. So what does this mean? What this means is if the United States diplomatic corps and the State Department can't use that much firepower to rein in China at present, they ought to all be fired, right? We have plenty of friends and plenty of leverage on the economy side uh, to win uh, in the short run and to shape up China. And we, we got to quit allowing them onto our New York stock exchanges and, start, and giving them all these benefits of going to our Hollywood when we can't go into any of their institutions. And so next chart, uh, Denver, uh, it's just the same thing. Here's the ranking of our U.S. trading partners. Well, what does this mean? Well, all of these countries, right, Canada, Mexico are one and two. That may surprise people. Canada's three. But uh, these are our friends and allies. And if they don't shape up and help support us while we fight all these endless wars and pay all the bills, again, we have a leverage problem. And our State Department uh, needs to be held to account through our United States representatives. Uh, and so if you haven't ever heard your representative talk about foreign policy, uh, there's a problem. And I think we got a problem, Houston. And finally, uh, the last one uh, just gives a little evidence of our, our short-sightedness. Uh, here's the, the, it's basically a list of the goods uh, from the United States to China. And you'll notice number two on that chart, uh, second from the top, is semiconductors. <laughs> And then underneath that, industrial machines, pharmaceuticals, right? And we're getting ready to have uh, testy uh, encounters uh, with Taiwan. And of course, the industry there is semiconductors. So while we're, uh, you know, at, at war with China, right? Not, not kinetic, but as Steve always says, the, uh, the uh, economic uh, trade, communications, uh, intelligence, cyber, we're at war and we're shipping China semiconductors. And all of the goods below, you'll notice, uh, chemicals, metal equipment, uh, have technology embedded in them. China just tears it apart and reverse engineers it. And so I'll post all this, but the bottom line is we have plenty of leverage right now to get it straight with China. Uh, their economy is traded. They're they are beholden to us, the United States, and to our friends. Their economy is totally dependent on us. So if we don't get it straight in the next year or two, it'll be too late to get it straight. And uh, you, you follow all this as well, Natalie, and so I'm sure you can weigh in here as well. Well, I probably won't hold my breath for the State Department to do anything yeah, with regard right, to tackling right. the rise of China. Uh, the One of my, I think, people who should be most famous in the Biden regime is a gal by the name of Wendy Sherman, the Deputy Secretary of State. This is not just someone who has praised Xi Jinping 
as extraordinary, but she's taken trips to China sponsored by one of the most dangerous uh, pro-CCP communist influence groups, a group by the name of the China-United States Exchange Foundation. Believe it or not, her husband, who is a journalist, has also taken these same trips. And we have a full-on, not just compromise, but merger going on at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You really underscore the point that just because the White House isn't flying the Chinese flag doesn't mean the White House is not controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, but speaking of another way that I think you could uh, look at some of the economic outputs coming out of this White House is advantageous to the Chinese Communist Party. That, of course, brings me to the debt ceiling. Um, I, again, you're the economic expert. I'm not. Um, but it seems like Biden, kind of like a petulant child, doesn't want to negotiate House Republicans are sort of scrambling. But what's the latest on that fight? Well, the, the, the latest, unfortunately, is just kind of radio silence uh, from uh, Speaker McCarthy in this dead time. Needs He's got unique access to that that megaphone that his office affords him. And he's he's been doing way better uh, on these economic issues. And he's going to try to hold the line somewhat. The Freedom Caucus needs to be more vocal, too. Uh, but we're going to be $50 trillion in debt in 10 years by CBO standards, right? And they're usually, you know, cautious. And so what at 50 trillion, what's that mean? Well, if you have 5% interest rates, which we'll have ongoing now due to the Federal Reserve and uh, the, the interest rates going up, uh, and you can go check, go check all this stuff, make sure I'm getting it straight. But 5% of $50 trillion is our interest payment. And that will be $2.5 trillion just in interest payments per year. The entire United States budget back when I was in there was about four trillion, four or five trillion. And so now we're talking about two and a half trillion dollars in just interest payments on the debt. That's three times the Department of Defense budget. And I'm I'm very scared that we're going to give away the debt ceiling increase and get some measly crumbs in exchange that we put forward. And then those crumbs will be negotiated down by the Senate and then the White House. And we end up with nothing except $2 trillion deficits for the next 10 years in a row, $2 trillion every year. And so that doesn't even include the other uh, pieces we need, like shutting the border so our own folks uh, can get jobs. And we're not paying uh, you know, $16,000 a year for K-12 education for everyone that comes across for their kids, right? $16,000 a year. That's on the United States. So all the folks that say this is great for the economy and great for the poor and great for everything, uh, just try to overcome that simple argument. And then you've got China as our major existential threat. And all of that needs to be put into the debt ceiling increase agreement. Or we will have no more leverage points moving forward uh, until 2024. And so hopefully, of course, that goes our way. But we've seen uh, the, the election cycles not exactly moving in our favor uh, for many reasons. And so that's where we stand on the debt ceiling increase. Dave, where can people stay uh, in contact with you and follow your work? Yep, just uh, Brat Economics on Getter. And uh, go look up the uh, the Federal Reserve uh, Central Bank Digital Currency. I didn't get into that. Uh, but that's another one uh, all the War Room folks need to research and get all over it. Central Bank Digital Currency. Thank you very much, Natalie. Great show as always. Thank you so much for joining us. 
You know, one of the first moves that the Biden regime did, I mean, I'm talking like the first few minutes on January 20th back in 2021, was they scrubbed China Challenge from their State Department website, which I think is pretty telling because they don't see the Chinese Communist Party as a challenge or even a competitor. They see them as an ally or maybe a more accurate descriptor would be a business partner because they've been wiring millions of dollars into the bank accounts of Apparently, multiple Biden family members, even Hallie. It's really quite the family business, gives a whole new meaning. To that term, hang in there. We got Ben Harnwell with the latest Zelensky Ukraine leave from Patriot Mobile. Got a lot more coming. Hang in there. We'll be right back. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. We always love to see companies standing up, not just for conservative values, but standing up against the indoctrination and sexualization and wokeification of children, which seems like that should be kind of a given. But unfortunately, in today's world, that's not the case. But one company that is supporting those who do, it's a company that I'm sure the War Room Posse is very familiar with, Patriot Mobile. Uh, we have Lee joining us, who's going to be talking about what exactly is going on in Texas. Uh, from what I understand, the Carroll Independent School District voted to not renew their membership with the Texas Association of School Boards. Can you sort of walk us through what's going on in the great state of Texas? Absolutely, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. This is really big news um, for many reasons. And just for a little background, I'm sure your listeners remember September 2021, the National School Board Association sent a letter to Biden and it basically specifically requested him to bring in federal law enforcement agencies. The letter specifically lists the FBI, the Department of Justice, and even the Secret Service to go after parents who were simply exercising their First 
Amendment rights and going to their school board meetings and uh, commenting in the public comments and saying, you know, what's happening in public schools across America is simply unacceptable. One of the first school districts to stand up against the uh, racist critical race theory and the sexualization of children is South Lake Carroll. And uh, this goes back to starting in 2020 when the critical race theory program was discovered at Carroll and the parents joined together um, and it created a pack called South Lake Families Pack. I live in South Lake. I was uh, part of the foundry, founding of that pack and really fought back. And uh, for that, got attacked nationally. And, you know, as our attacks at Patriot Mobile, what, you know, what was meant for evil, God turned it for good. That national news wound up spreading the issue and letting people across America know this exists. You need to start looking for it. And you can stand up and be called a racist and keep going because you know it's not true. One of the important things about this move in Carroll, Monday night, the vote was to non-renew their membership with TASB, the Texas Association of School Boards. And it is, again, one of the, the first, it is the first major school district in Texas to do it. And they cite one of their reasons for doing it, that it took TASB um, almost a year, a little over eight months to sever ties with the National School Board Association. And that was just completely unacceptable. After, after the National School Board Association called parents, categorized them as domestic terrorists committing hate crimes by simply uh, advocating for their children in school board meetings. It's interesting to know that um, TASB did sever ties with the National School Board Association, but not until two weeks after uh, May 2022, rash of school board wins on the conservative side. I think um, if we wouldn't have had those wins on the conservative side of Texas, that TASB would probably still be a member of the National School Board Association. Well, it's awesome to see that Patriot Mobile Action is supporting Patriots. I think you guys would. It's in the name of your company. So how can the War Room Posse, I think, as patriotic as it gets, um, support you guys? Where can they go to, to find out what's up at, at Patriot Mobile? Sure. So there's two sides of the coin here. There's Patriot Mobile. Um, we, we use a portion of every dollar that we earn and we give it to Christian conservative causes. And one of the things that the company does is contribute to our separate legal entity that we have formed in Patriot Mobile Action. So if you go to PatriotMobile.com or call 972-PATRIOT, you can sign up for to become a Patriot Mobile customer. We're on all of the same networks, nationwide coverage. The difference is we don't give uh, our, our proceeds to woke, uh, woke companies and woke causes that are fighting against us. Uh, the separate legal entity, the Patriot Mobile Action, you can go to PatriotMobileAction.com. We covet your prayers, and we certainly need your contributions. So that's PatriotMobileAction.com. Our first year out was 2022, and uh, we took on 11 school board races, won all 11, and that means over 100,000 North Texas st students have conservative leadership in their school boards. And I just want to emphasize, for Texas and across America, your school boards can leave the woke organizations that are fighting against you. They are not fighting on behalf of your students or even good education. There is a lot of grifting going on in the education world and a lot of money, millions changing hands. 
follow the money, pay attention. You can find all of the services from workers' comp to other insurance out on the free market. You do not have to be held hostage by these school board associations that are not looking out for the best interest of students. Thank you so much for joining us, Lee. Where can people follow you and your work? Absolutely. I'm, I'm just going to give my email. It's very easy. Lee at PatriotMobileAction.com on the PAC side. And um, we're, we're on social media. You can follow us there. We'd love to have you. And uh, again, we covet your supports. You guys know how the attacks are. We get attacked every day by the fake news. That's why we are so refreshed when we, when we turn on the war room and America's Real Voice, and we're able to hear you guys, and uh, you just pump us up. So thank you so much for speaking truth. Thank you. The attacks definitely mean you're doing something right now. Before That's right, we, over the we, target. <laughs> exactly, as Steve would say. Well, before we pivot to Ukraine, I think we got Ben Harnwell joining us down the line. There's a quick Reuters article that I want to read just because I... It's not funny, but it's, it's pretty sad. It's titled, Supply Shortages Threaten U.S. Infrastructure and War Efforts. And I want to read the first, the first paragraph because it's pretty shocking. Manufacturers of everything from pickup trucks to homes are still grappling with tight supplies of microchips and cement shortages that could translate into delays and higher costs for federal efforts to arm Ukraine against Russian aggression and rebuild U.S. crumbling infrastructure and manufacturing. The piece goes on to basically outline how these shortages, which are of course exacerbated by what's going on in Ukraine, are directly implicating America's own military. Now, I've read a lot of military strategy books and I don't think I've ever seen one page or one piece of advice say, arm another country before your own. Uh, that sounds to me like Sun Tzu's uh, The Supreme Art of War is to subdue the enemy without fighting, except the joke that's being played is on the United States. Also, my favorite part of that sentence that I just read to you, sort of the buried lead, you can tell it's probably a Freudian slip on the, you know, journalist's part, the shortages that they're worried about, the first part that they're worried about is what's going to happen in Ukraine, and the second part of the sentence is U.S. infrastructure, which I think shows you exactly where their priorities lie. Uh, but to unpack more about what's going on in Ukraine, I think we should have Ben Harnwell down the line joining us. Um, there's some interesting articles that you've brought to my attention, the lead story on foreign policy, um, talking about how the American consensus on Ukraine has fractured and that Zelensky might be a little nervous about that. What's the latest going on with Zelensky in Ukraine? Good morning, Natalie. Um, you're absolutely right in your introduction that the, this war in Ukraine, which was avoidable, has catastrophic consequences for the United States, for the quality of life of Americans, and the capacity of the US military to, to defend its own interests. And as both sides of this war throw everything in, um, obviously the, the, the dividing line, the, 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 the trenches, as it were, remain fixed. But as both sides are throwing everything in to what is effectively static, um, these shortages elsewhere um, in the productive economy will become ever more apparent. Um, this article that you referenced uh, from Foreign Policy, it's their lead article today. Um, and I'm just going to go straight to the end here. Um, but it's worth looking at just to, to see how the globalists are starting to panic now. Because 
even if this war should have been concluded within its first 30 days and has staggered on for a year, from this perspective point, one would certainly hope that it will be over by the time the US elections come around in 2024. But it's not not a given. And the globalist elites are starting to worry now. Um, Here is just my excerpt. In the past year, survey questions about Ukraine that explicitly identified policies as Biden's got much lower approval than those about just the policies themselves. That's really an indication that Biden's standing at is so low, even people who would ostensibly support the White House's positioning on Ukraine will no longer feel the inclination to do so once they realize that they're Biden's policies. The failure of this administration is seeping through um, and, and is touching everyone, even, even their own latent supporters. However, the, 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 the sentence I really want to just quickly mention is how Ukraine affects the 2024 presidential general election is contingent on three potential scenarios, one of which could help Biden, but only a bit, while the other two could hurt him quite substantially. Now, I'm not going to dig into those three explanations, but what I will say is that this is totally, Natalie, the wrong way around of looking at this, of seeing how Ukraine is going to affect the 2024 election. Because if the war is still in progress by the time next year comes into view, really it's the results of that election, of the presidential election, that will influence and impact the uh, the Ukraine war. That is fundamental. And that's the point that that the globalists, I think, are desperate at all costs not to consider, not to confront, not least because of the huge amount of resources they've already thrown into this. I'll end right on that point before moving on to the other articles I've got. I will simply end by referencing that Donald Trump has already pledged. He says that if he's elected, this war is going to end within 24 hours. Um, and nothing is going to terrify the, 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 the grifting, uh, grifting sociopathic overlords more than, um, than that prospect. Okay, moving on. Um, and I'll quickly squeeze this one if I can before the break. Of course, of course. Um, this is a pretty important story. We touched on we touched on the show a couple of weeks ago that um, Russia had proposed to the UN Security Council to um, to have an investigation into the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipelines. Um, and for one reason or another, the, the vote on that in the Security Council uh, wasn't held in, until a couple of days ago. Um, now, there are 15, per, 15 members of the Security Council, including permanent and uh, provisional ad hoc members. Uh, it would have required a vote of nine to have this um, investigation, and it didn't go through. It was blocked. But only three member states voted for the investigation. The rest abstained. Um my two points on this, this is really important. Firstly, the United, the United Nations is held up by all the, glo- it's like the globalist Vatican, right? It's held up by all the globalists as the, the, the citadel in upholding the, the, the rules-based um, international order. Why did the paladins of this rules-based international order not want an investigation 
into the uh, into who blew up the we're, the, the, we're coming these, these up against pipelines. a break, if, Ben. So hang on, I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold you over um, just just for a bit, but we we gotta jump in a sec. But it is funny you hear all this talk about you know peace negotiations. Meanwhile, Zelensky's planning what he's gonna do when Trump already becomes president, and we're that that already brings us to January 2025. So much for this war ending anytime soon, but luckily Zelensky sees the writing on the wall. Might not be so good at leading his country in battle, but I guess you can tell that Donald Trump will be president again come 2025. We'll be right back. Ben Harnwell, Mike Lindell. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want the way you want download now welcome back to the war room we're in our final block ben harnwell has some closing thoughts on what's going on with the nord stream pipeline if you want to Wrap up and then give us your socials. We got Mike Lindell after talking about what's going on with the election. Crime Bureau is a new report. But before we get there, finish what you were saying, re the Nord Stream pipeline. Absolutely, Natalie. Yeah, the, the important thing here um, is that the, 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 the members of the, the Security Council abstained on the vote because they know who was behind the sabotage and they don't want that to come out because it destroys the mole superiority pretense of the West. It's as clear as that. Um, by the way, in case you're wondering who were those three countries who wanted the report, and this pivots interestingly to what you were saying before with Dave Bratt, um, it's Russia, China and Brazil. Brazil is leaving the sphere of the West and heading ever more uh, tightly into this Russo-Chinese Axis. Um, and of course, uh, Luis Ignacio da Silva, popularly known as Lula, the, pre- the new president of Brazil, is a, is a avowed communist. Um, so um, if you want further uh, analysis, if you want to see, keep up with my analysis, my insights, get her. 
my uh, my um, profile, Harnwell is my surname, um, and they're at Harnwell. Thanks, Natalie. Thank you so much for joining us. I think we got Mike Lindell down the line. Maybe he heard the word the country Brazil and heard election fraud. Maybe we need to open an election crime bureau over there. Maybe you guys already need to go international. I think you'd do That's pretty right. well. Absolutely. But if you could give us uh, the updates on what's going on uh, here, at least in the States, with the election crime bureau, please. Right. And we have been called, by the way, from a lot of countries around the world, and they're very worried about their elections and what's happened. Um, in, in, so we have good news this week. Um, we had Shasta County in California, everybody. They went completely machine-free. The attacks were, they were attacked for almost a month and a half, and now the media is eerily silent again on them. That nobody's reporting this great, uh, uh, this great boat out there in California. Uh, we're going to be going uh, county by county in California now going forward. And all of us out there, in every I don't care where you live in this country, get a hold of your county officials and say you want paper ballots hand counted. You do not want the machines. we got to get rid of the electronic voting machines. Uh, Texas today is voting on whether to get rid of ERIC. Remember, that's the electronic voting system, uh, the voter rolls that everybody's on, all the corrupt voter rolls. Uh, seven... Seven states have already left that, the last one being Iowa, and uh, we're praying Texas votes that out today. But there's also some bad things going on in our country. Many states have bills, like Texas does right now, going to vote for ranked choice voting, everybody. That's like the next generation of corrupt systems. We, If we get, it's over. You can't audit that. It is just over. Of course, they don't let us inside the machines anyway to audit them, but uh, that's another story. Um, we also, like I say, everybody get out and push your counties. We've got great things going on in Arkansas. Uh, they just came up with, uh, they're going county by county and getting support from the GOP to get, to, uh, to get rid of the, um, the machines. Um, I'm also going to be going, I'm going to have a report back to you. I want to get the RNC's endorsement that we need to go to paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting. And uh, I'll be working on that with the RNC. I know everybody was very curious, uh, you know, whatever came about of me running for chair and the promises that, that were made to me that they would work with Mike Lindell. And uh, uh, the Election Crime Bureau is, uh, is up and running. You guys can all check that out, theelectioncrimebureau.com. And uh, we're doing, uh, uh, we have great things going on through all, all counties in the country. And, uh, um, and anybody needing help, if you're needing help out there, all the... We have the cause of America, which anyone, all these, all these groups that are out there and groups in every single state, uh, if you have questions or want to get involved, go to the cause of You can find that on my platform, Frank speech, everybody. And, um, just really, I'm really, um, I'm very much, uh, um, optimistic of the way things are going right now. It's we're going, we're just keep pulling back the onion, opening it up, opening it up. And anyone that doesn't think that there's, uh, um, a lot of hope going on um, needs to get over to Frank's speech and uh, hear it a re Real America's voice and quit watching uh, the outlets that aren't telling you anything like Fox News. And uh, uh, you're not going to hear anything. Uh, these big victories we're having, these these victories that we are having. And um, I'll give you one more, Natalie, quickly. The Carrie Lake case is still before the Supreme Court down there. Um, that's uh, sitting there waiting for them now. Or the, I mean, the Supreme Court pushed it back to the judge. Remember, there's 104,000 ballots 
that uh, that are in question over the signatures. And the machine said she only lost by 17,000. This will actually overturn the election, the governor's election wow. down there in in uh, in Arizona. Wow. Well, I have to say the logo for the Election Crime Bureau looks a little similar <laughs> to what I got behind me. <laughs> but putting putting that aside, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll hear from Steve's lawyers. No, I'm kidding. No, told, What's the told. latest with the uh, right at CPAC? What's the latest with my pillow? What are you guys up to uh, over yeah, there? Yeah, we just yeah that was uh, <laughs> it's been great news, everybody. We've just hired a hundred more people to come on board to make the my pillow 2.0. It's a buy one get one free. The greatest pillow in history just got even better, and you use that promo code War Room. But I want to tell everybody we really got to. Um, clear out space down there for our production, and we're, that's why we're discontinuing our all-season my my slippers. We're discontinuing that line, and you can get them for twenty-five dollars a pair uh, using promo code Warren. We are putting a limit of ten. We're finding out a lot of people are buying, or a lot of people are putting them up on Amazon and stuff. We want you to get the savings out there. So it's $25 a pair. Once they're gone, they're gone. And you can get, right now they're in all sizes, all colors, wide sizes, everything. And we're, we're getting, we had, we had got these, um, uh, got these all in. And now we, we're moving our employees back over to making the MyPillow 2.0. So we're, um, we're clearing awesome. these out for helping everybody, but it's been great. Thank you so much for joining us, Mike. And yep, I guess we're at the end of the show, guys. Thank you so much for hanging with me for two hours. Went by pretty quickly, but we covered biological warfare, actual kinetic warfare in Ukraine, information warfare with the thesis, the thesis coming out of this show being our elites in the Chinese Communist Party are at war with us. But we're ready to fight back with information. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.